fioro l'idea di realizzare compositivamente una canzone da cantare in coro però mi rendo altresì conto quasi immediatamente che momentaneamente sto Hello da solo and welcome to the second edition of the Biterhead Podcast. Movie Reviews. Yes, we do movie reviews, but that's not part of the official title. Oh, sorry. That's okay. This is Nigel. And I'm CCD. And if you're tuning in for the second week, well, the fourth, third week in a row, because we're a bi-weekly podcast right now, then you already know us. We're awesome, and we like movies. Yes. Great, great, great contribution there. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you wanted me to say. <laughs> you got it. All right. Um, so what we do on our show is we give some reviews of movies that have come out. We're working on brand new movies. These movies are a little bit old, but they're fairly new. Yeah. I think they're probably both still in theaters. Yes. Um, we may give out some spoilers, but it's nothing worse than you're going to be reading on IMDb anyways. No, it's probably worse. Uh, maybe. Like for Revolutionary Road, we're going to spoil the hell out of that. Probably. But that's but... just because all of our good jokes relate to the ending. True. So we'll only do spoilers for the sake of making a joke. Or belittling them. Or for the sake of spoiling our audience. Just because it's fun. That also. Yes. And it's come to our attention that we have at least two viewers slash listeners that we don't personally know. Actually. And I would like to thank them. Uh, since the last time I looked at our statistics, those two have left. Oh. Well, if you come back, we welcome you with open arms. <sighs> <laughs> All right, so this week we watched Mall Cop. Mm. And we watched Revolutionary Road. And I also saw Taken. Although CCD did not see that, so I'll just tell you about it. You don't care what she says anyway. I don't need to see the movie to have amazing commentary about it. I believe that to be true. All right, if you want to look us up on the web, we're biterhead.livejournal.com, and you can send us an email at biterhead at gmail.com. Thank you for saying those so I didn't get tongue-tied. Again. Yes. Or check us out on iTunes. Just search for Biterhead. We are the first and only result. Wonderful. <laughs> if only we weren't 100th on the list of movie reviews. Anyway. 100. Somebody might listen to the top 100. We're in there. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get in that catch-all net. Anyways. Yeah. Mall Cop, what was your overall impression? Um, possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's on my list. Um, I, I honestly, I can't even give it that kind of recommendation. <laughs> it was just, I don't know. I don't know why movies like that still get made. I don't know if the studio had signed on in a contract to make that script back when Chris Farley was alive and it could have been funny. That was pretty much all I could think of. Yeah. And it's not that the humor was too stupid, because I can certainly enjoy really stupid humor. Like, super bad. I thought that was pretty funny. Knocked up. Blades of Glory. Funny. Blades of Glory is not stupid humor. That's one of the most <laughs> brilliant movies ever created. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excuse me, Nigel. But this is mind-blowingly terrible and mind-blowingly unfunny. Yes. 
So tell us a little of the plot and what you hated about it specifically. Okay, well, the plot is there's a mall cop. Hilarious. Played by Kevin James. He's fat. And yes, it's a funny premise, but unfortunately that's all their premise. He's a mall cop, he's fat. Horribly, horribly depressed. Yes. And some guys break into the mall. Pretty much it. If they hadn't broken into the mall, the movie would have ended about 20 minutes in with him shooting himself in the head. I think so, yes. Um, So what did I hate? That's hard to say because there was a lot of it. Mm. Um, Pretty much the fat jokes were my main problem. Yep, yep. I'm not against them entirely, I mean... I don't think you could put a fat guy on a Segway without it being somewhat inherently funny. But that's pretty much all they were relying on. Yeah. I think my least favorite part was the first 40 minutes of it. Uh The first 40 minutes are unbelievably unwatchable. Just terrible, terrible, not one redeeming second in it. But then after that, it gets... Okay, it gets to a point where you don't want to stab yourself in the eye with a fork instead of watch. (laughs) So if they cut it up into two movies, we could just burn the first part and keep the second part as an alright movie to watch if you're staying in on a Friday night or whatever. Ouch. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think, I don't know how long even a 14-year-old boy could be interested in fat jokes. And to be yeah. honest, as he got more and more depressed, like, as we saw how much he hated his life, <laughs> it was kind of like making fun of a kid with cancer. Without any jokes about the cancer, yeah. I mean, yeah, being fat isn't quite the same as having cancer, but still, I don't know. He's sitting at his computer, he checks his dating site, no one at all is interested in him. His entire life is worthless, and everybody in his life just keeps pounding it in that it's worthless. He's sitting in the dark, crying, his daughter comes in and hugs him, and can't comfort him because she knows his life has no chance of getting any better. Yeah, pretty much at that point in the movie, any other fat jokes just aren't funny anymore. How can you laugh at that? You have to be a bad, bad person. I... I can laugh at jokes that are in very poor taste, but that's just like, get the guy some antidepressants, Jesus. Not funny. No. So, the movie takes a turn for the mediocre Mm -hmm. when the guys come and they take over the mall. I don't understand what really happened. It was Black Friday and they just made everyone leave the mall. And then they were going after codes. They needed codes, but they didn't have to be in the mall to use these codes. They really don't explain it. You don't care. At this point, you're just so friggin' thankful that they've gotten off the fat jokes that you're willing to watch this. Yes, and you can ignore the fact that American shoppers on Black Friday would leave the mall for any reason. (laughs) Yeah. Having worked in retail, I know full well that one middle-aged woman buying presents for her kids could fight off every one of those criminals. Mm Mm-hmm. You remember, uh, I think, last Black Friday when a man in a Walmart was trampled to death? The people trampling that man to death did not leave Walmart after that. They finished their shopping. So, just something to throw out there on how ridiculous that part of the movie is. Yeah. But, you know, at that point, we welcome any change, no matter how ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it does, it is ridiculous. <laughs> because instead of just hiring any old normal thieves, uh, petty hoodlums who can read, that's all the skills they need to have. They can read and they can use a gun. Mm-hmm. Instead, the main bad guy hired people who were totally into extreme sports and parkour. <laughs> it's like, And you had to have uh, mad skating skills, or you had to ride a tiny b- bicycle. Yes. For I no can reason. Those extreme sports. <laughs> you know a faster way to get around a ball? Golf cart. Or, or roller walking? skates? <laughs> no, I think... Even a stupid skateboard is faster than walking, but how fast do you need to go? You've got hostages. What about the parkour guys? (laughs) Have you been in a mall? Do you normally jump over obstacles to get where you're going? No. Malls are flat. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Um, It was a little silly. I balanced the extreme ridiculousness of it by the fact that that was more interesting than anything else that had been happening in the movie. Mm. Ooh, let's talk about the girl. The girl is... She was in some really stupid movie where they were making fun of stupid movies. Not important. And she was on House, where she played a lesbian who got the Black Plague. Awesome. Yes. Uh, her name is Jama Mays. Jama? Yeah. She's right. an actress. She's been in Ugly Betty. Don't uh, care. Epic movie. That was the one I was thinking of. Some other junk. House. I just told them that, Nico. Focus. People don't care about this stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know Anyways, guys... she's like 25, 26. And for some reason, she ends up with the fat guy, the main guy, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Yeah, and, you know, I pointed out when I wrote my text review, if the sexual roles were reversed and Paul Blart was a woman, that would be laughably ridiculous. Yeah. Like, if it was... It still is! If it was Roseanne winding up with, like, uh, Orlando Bloom, let's not kid <laughs> ourselves. I mean... that That's a pretty good uh, analogy. Yes. But crazy things have happened. If he were rich, maybe she would have ended up with him, but... Oh, so you subscribe to to society's skewed sexual viewpoints? (laughs) I'm just saying, it could happen. But anyways, (laughs) let's not get thinky. Yeah, definitely don't want to do that. Okay, so, would you recommend this movie to anyone? I would recommend this movie to people on life support who want to be taken off life support, but they're in a legal battle and they can't. (laughs) this movie will crush your will to live so thoroughly that you won't need to unplug the machines you'll stop breathing all on your own yes I would recommend this movie to someone who really 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 likes Kevin James and for some reason can't afford a DVD set of King of Queens (laughs) Kevin James's mom (laughs) essentially yes because I can't really imagine anyone else really 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 liking Kevin James even his wife does he have a wife? I don't know I would think this movie would depress her um she married Kevin James yeah but in real life he has money this is a glimpse of him if he had no money and no talent 
Instead, I don't mean acting talent. I mean mall copping talent. Oh right. Does mall copping take talent? I don't know. His sort of takes part luck, part talent. Okay. And he rides a Segway. The Segway could have been cool the way they did it. It wasn't even interesting. Normally we're fans of Segways. Yes, Will Let's Arnett. Let's just put that out there. Will Arnett, Mythbusters. I'm not familiar. Steve Wozniak. Oh, yes, Woz. He's <laughs> going to be on Dancing with the Stars, did you hear? No, that's I was ridiculous. so happy. Is he going to do a Segway dance? I, I can only hope so. <laughs> Awesome. So, moving on. <laughs> Revolutionary Road. Would you recommend this one? Well, here's the thing where I expose myself as a typical moviegoer and not a film critic. This movie technically was good. However, it was not fun. This is not the movie if you buy on DVD you will ever watch again. Because mm-hmm. no one wants to watch a movie that's not fun. It's thinky, the acting is outstanding, but it's kind of like watching mom and dad fight. It just... Was the acting outstanding? It's awkward. I Uh, felt like the whole movie, it was Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio just thinking to themselves, I am way too friggin' famous to be in this just because some old ladies really love Titanic and need to see us in another movie. Really? Only the last 15 minutes was there any actual emotion. The rest of the time... it. Might have been the script. I don't know. Just be kind of blank. No, I thought... I don't know. I saw some hardcore acting skills. I think mainly they're using 50s lingo and it not sounding like 50s lingo. Hmm. Like, just the phrasing for a lot of that was just ridiculous. But they made it work. That's gotta be acting talent. You are way overselling this movie. Really? I would not recommend it to anybody. What? It's not that it's not fun. You know, like, you could like a serious movie. You could like a sad movie that's not fun to go to, but... Like what? It's thought-provoking. It's interesting. What sad movies do you like? Schindler's List. <laughs> I think we have already <laughs> clarified that neither of us have seen that movie. No, we never did. Did we specifically say, I've never seen Schindler's List? I think maybe we did. Maybe we just said that to ourselves. Yeah. And pointing out why we are not qualified to be film reviewers. People don't know for sure whether or not I've seen that. Okay. We'll leave if that I had, up. I might have liked it. We'll leave that up in the air. Revolutionary Road, I think, easily they could have cut it down to, like, 15 minutes of movie. Yeah, it wasn't really heavy on plot. It was kind of like a showcase of, let's see how much we can make these actors be sad. Yeah. I don't know. It was written as a short story, like maybe 20 pages, and they didn't add any extra dialogue or stage direction. They just made every shot take a long time, and there was a lot of moments when nothing was happening, and you were just like sitting there, or in a car, or eating dinner, or drinking, and nothing's going on. That's showing the boredom and ennui of typical suburban life that these people felt trapped in. Ennui. That's what I said. Ennui. If you're going to sound like a douche and speak French, at least pronounce it Frenchly. God. (laughs) Apologies. (laughs) Yeah. 
in the future, I will try much harder to be sounding very smart in French. I think that's becoming racist. <laughs> Which you didn't even mention. You wanted to talk about the racism in Paul Blart. I, I kind of loved the racism in Paul Blart. His daughter was rampantly anti-Mexican, and she comes out with this in, like, the first ten seconds of the movie. I don't know, you just don't see a lot of the self-hating Mexicans. Yeah, I liked it because it wasn't a horribly strained, not funny fat joke. Yeah, pretty much that was its appeal to me as well. At that point, as long as it wasn't vilifying all things fat, I was willing to giggle and unclench my fingers from the bottom of my seat. I see. Yep. Um, Revolutionary Road. Tell them about the only good part. What part was the only good part? Oh my god. Uh, it's like 15 minutes before the ending. She pretends that everything's fine and he totally buys it. And then he leaves and she goes upstairs and she gets this huge pan of boiling water. And you're not told exactly what happened. It's very mysterious that she comes downstairs walking like a crazy person and she starts gushing blood all over the white carpet. We won't tell you what happens because it would be spoilers, but let's just say it rhymes with smorshin. <laughs> and it rhymes with schmying in a schmospital. <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to just totally ruin the rest. <laughs> Well, you already gave away Shmushmortion. That could be any number of things. <laughs> Sorry, audience. Really. No, I'm not. If this stops people from watching this movie, that's good. If you think... loved them in Titanic, don't watch this. It's nothing like Titanic. Yeah, Titanic had all those fun people dying. <laughs> this is like on the very edge of spousal abuse and you keep waiting for it, but it never goes into that so it couldn't be funny or sad. Yes. But if if someone's going to watch this, I think they're the thinky type anyway, and so knowing that would make them want to see it more. I The only people I can think who would want to see this are, like, professors of cinematic studies. And I hate all of them already. Oh. I'm a professor of cinematics. No. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe that, Knuckles. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. Coming up with crap like that. So, um, much-anticipated reunion of Kate and Leo. So I have to ask the question that everyone's asking. If Futurama made this into an episode, would it be good? Uh, no. No? <laughs> How could... There's not even enough characters for everybody, <laughs> for one thing. <laughs> like who Bender would be the guy that, that she cheats with? And Amy would be his secretary, and the professor would be the crazy old guy, surprisingly insightful. Um, yeah. Hermes would be his boss. We love your new slogan. That would be it. I don't know. I don't think it would be as good, even if Futurama did an episode about it. Futurama doesn't make episodes anymore. I. This is my future dream reality where... Futurama replaces The Simpsons as the longest-running animated TV series. Oh, okay. <sighs> well, Good luck with that. Yeah. And where they make a remake of... No, where they make a sequel to Labyrinth. You disgust me. 
<laughs> that disgusts me, whatever that noise was. I was clearing my throat. <laughs> you need to edit that out. Don't give them bad ideas. I was completely innocent. <laughs> you were just thinking about David Bowie with a stuffed crotch again. <laughs> That's, that noise would sound more like... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We're going to have a poll. This time it's going to be... Is Nigel freaking disgusting? <laughs> yes, no. Um. <laughs> so, would you recommend it? I would recommend this to my grandmother. Is that just because our grandmother is a vindictive bitch? <laughs> no. It's because it doesn't, like, have any scary scenes that would upset an old person. And, um, you know, it's pretty calm overall. And it's set in some indeterminate past time, so they'll feel at home because they're old. <laughs> right? That's what old people want, feel like they're not that old. I don't know. Note to self, now we can never tell Grandma that we have a podcast. I already told her she's going to want to listen to this. <laughs> Maybe she won't recognize your voice. Oh, of course. She'll think it's you. <laughs> she'll think it's Mom. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Veering away from relatability here. <laughs> Alright, so... Okay, you give Paul Blart thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, we're going with thumbs this week. I would yes. say all four of my thumbs down. <laughs> okay. And you? Uh, Revolutionary Road, I would get, like, a crap load of people, because I'm going to need a lot of thumbs. Yeah. It's going to be, like... I think we can... I think we should skip thumbs. Can I separate spawn before you finish? <laughs> sure. Say, I would rather have three smush Martians than watch this movie again. <laughs> You'd rather have three Smithsmortians than watch Paul Blart? Uh, no, I'm uh, moving on to Revolutionary Road. Oh, I would rather have, like, 18 Smithsmortians than watch Paul Blart. Although, you know, full disclosure here, I haven't had any Smithsmortians, so I'm not sure how bad they would be or how good. No, no. <laughs> you get to eat a lot of ice cream, I bet. Um, for the record, we are not making a stance as to whether we're pro-life or not. Just so we don't scare away our uh, Republican <laughs> listeners. We do not have any Republican listeners. <laughs> well, technically, we don't have any listeners that we haven't specifically dragged in, but... Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, most portions aside, I, uh... This week I also saw Taken, which was a movie with that guy who's kind of like Sean Penn, but not as awesome. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. He's like twice as old as Sean Penn. Where are you no. getting Sean Penn from? He's like Sean Penn. His face looks like him. Liam Neeson was in Star Wars. Sean Penn was in nothing. <laughs> he saved dogs and rowboats after Katrina. Mystic River and stuff? I don't know why that would make me dislike him, for the record. I have nothing against Katrina victims, but I don't like dogs. Gee. I guess I do like canoes. I'm sorry, <laughs> go back that... to what you're talking about. So I saw Taken. Um, I didn't go in expecting a lot, but it did deliver everything that it appeared to be putting forward. Going in, I thought, 
you know, this movie is going to suck because that girl is the stupidest girl ever. In the previews, you hear her saying, uh, Dad, someone kidnapped me. And he says, now listen very carefully. Tell me everything that you can tell me about them. It's very important. You'll have three, maybe four seconds. And then you just see her get pulled out from under the bed and she screams. In the movie, she actually does scream some useful information. Oh, good. So she wasn't as stupid as she seemed. She gets kidnapped by slavers, which is pretty awesome. And then there's a series. Are you saying slavery is pretty awesome? Yeah, you know I'm gonna take a pro-slavery stance. <laughs> All right, maybe we should have two polls. Do you think pro-slavery is ever okay? <laughs> <laughs> Even in a comedic context, that's going pretty far, considering we're both not slaves. Right. I have sold it until you try it. I've sold you, though. <laughs> um. And so, when I saw this movie, there's like a lot of um, chase scenes and action scenes, fighting scenes. It's not nearly as cool as the Born. Born series, Born Identity, and whatnot, but it was pretty cool. Uh, for a movie about human trafficking, it's rated PG-13. I don't know if you know this, but human trafficking tends to involve things like sex and drugs, which you can't really cover in a PG-13 movie. So, although Unless it, you're Kevin Smith. Right. His movies are PG-13? <laughs> no, but He's well known for arguing down the ratings people so that he gets ridiculous ratings. Oh, right. Sorry, go on. Um, and so this guy has to go save his, his daughter from Europe. And there's <laughs> Goddamn some, Europe. Yeah, those fucking Europeans. There's some fights, and it's pretty good. Does he save her in the end? Um, I can't tell you that because that would be spoiling it. Oh, just tell us, Jesus. It's a PG-13 movie. I think it ends sad. Well, I can't tell you. Does she die? I can't tell you. Does she break her leg? Um, no. Does he get wounded in some bloody but non-lethal place like his shoulder? Yes. Oh, wow. How did I know that? How did you know? That's amazing. <laughs> uh, one thing that confused me is that at some point they're auctioning, auctioning off his daughter. And... This movie takes the view that many movies take. The whore dies. His daughter is a virgin. Her friend is like a super whore. And she <laughs> dies pretty much right away. Nice. Um, so it's like Hostel, actually. Pretty much with less gruesome, horrifying torture porn. Um, but anyways, they're auctioning off his daughter in this high-class ca- high slave auction. Nothing like the kind of slave auctions I've been to. Those are low class compared to this. Except, I, I don't think we have the cred to talk about slavery, honestly. I'm a little worried about the whole direction this is going in. Oh. But anyways, she's like the belle of the slave auction ball. I don't understand it. Maggie Grace played her. She's an okay looking dame, but... <laughs> dame? <laughs> but seriously, she sold for like a million dollars, which is kind of ridiculous. Unless she was an albino and they were know. selling her for parts. <laughs> Nigel. 
CCD is part albino and takes offense to albino jokes. <laughs> Not usually, but they're all you ever tell anymore. <laughs> God. So, yeah, it was a good movie. I saw what I was going to see. There was some fighting and stuff. And some mild PG-13 allusions to slavery. Yeah. Nice. So would I recommend it? Yes, but that might be the kind of thing you wait until you can watch on HBO or you can rent. Okay. What's, what rating are you giving it? Um, I don't know if, if that's even worth an abortion rating. <laughs> wow. So I give it... You would rather watch this movie than have any smush voice. Yes. Yes, I would. I would probably give it, you know, like one and a half thumbs up. But it's PG-13, so I couldn't actually cut off half of my thumb. So it would have to be two. Ah, right. Well, how many kids would you rather have, would you have in exchange for watching this movie? Um, none. <laughs> so it's zero smush but zero kids. Yeah, but I would sell at least two of my semi-close friends into slavery. <laughs> well, that's just messing up the whole system. You gotta stick in the <laughs> system if we want to make it work. I think the system might need some revamping anyways. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what are we going to watch next week? Any thoughts? I'm hoping to check out He's Just Not That What? Into- <laughs> you don't get to choose them all, alright? You get chose Revolution. You were the one who got us Mall Cop! <laughs> well, you... There were more, way more, more, more... I'm the one who got us tickets to see Mall Cop in a movie That's theater. what I said. Um... <sighs> what about Confessions of a Shopaholic? <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. I would rather... Um, so maybe I won't. Maybe we won't be seeing Confession of a Shopaholic. I guess it depends on if I owe Nigel any favors over the week. Yes, uh, which you may if we do see. He's just not that into you. How about Coraline? Oh yeah, we could see that one. It seems like a cutesy, possibly mo- terrifying movie. Undoubtedly a letdown because uh, they're comparing it to Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas didn't change my whole world. No? I haven't dressed up as Sally for every Halloween. I don't own any clothing with them on it. I own a lot of clothing with them on it, but that is partially because I used to sell at a store where all the Nightmare Before Christmas clothing eventually went down to one penny. Yep. And I will buy anything that costs one penny. Anything. Hear that? Excluding female slaves. (laughs) I... I'm not that pro-slavery. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm just saying to our potential viewers whom we don't personally know, make Nigel an offer in the comments at our live journal, biterhead.livejournal.com. Or send it to us at biterhead at gmail.com. You never know. And well, I'm... if it's an ad, then don't, because we won't. Right. Actually, I guess if we made money off it. Hmm. Uh, and I'll probably be watching Slumdog Millionaire next week. Eh. I, I know you're not into that, but I'll probably be seeing it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for all listening. Peace out.
Pero mi duole dire che il pezzo in questione ancora non va bene Quindi ritengo necessario il dovere affinare la tecnica vocale Quel tanto che basta per provare nuovamente a farci realizzare Una canzone in coro per l'appunto e per la quale c'è da stare Con la concentrazione al punto giusto per far sì che la canzone non ci possa venir male Forza allora riproviamoci a provare A far venire fuori una canzone da cantare Di nuovo dietro a me che ho appena avuto ispirazione Baciato sulla fronte dall'idea di una melodica invenzione Che fa laira Che sorprendentemente ci è venuta proprio bene Così va bene E finalmente la possiamo cantare tutti quanti insieme Laira, 